Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. This is Rose Buddies. Should we even call ourselves that anymore? Should we change our... Let me throw this new podcast name at you right now. Let's just see how it hits you. And if it hits you good, this could be a bold change for us. A, 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 a breeze is going to come, like Bob Dylan said. In his song, A Breeze is a Breeze is a Coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A Breeze is a Coming. That's a good um, one. Can we change our name to... The Wonders or oh. the Oneaters. Yeah. What no. would you think about? Because listen, listen. No, no. Okay. I just no no no. Tea, How no, quickly no your tea, loyalty? No shade. No pink lemonade. I just I just I just had such a great time during our little dangerous little affair. <laughs> and the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise is great. Um, but it, I, where where the fuck are they now? I am worried that you are not on this podcast for the right reasons. I came to this podcast to find people on television who could love each other so much. End of thought. Um, we just finished watching episodes six through ten of Are You the One, where that answer that that question was definitively answered, and America was made all the better for it. If you've joined us for our previous two episodes of this podcast, which have also been very Are You the One-centric, <laughs> you probably know the score. But if not, Rachel, do you want to drop some knowledge on them? Um, do you want, wait, do you want me to tell about the show? Just like 10 seconds. Just blast it. Okay, there's 10 men. There's 10 women. Uh, science has determined their perfect match who is on the show. They have to find that match within 10 episodes. And they can do that two ways. They can do it through the truth booth, which forces an immediate verdict, or they can go to the elimination ceremony, or the rather the match ceremony. Stuff got eliminated. Possibilities got eliminated. Yeah. Relationships. Nobody got leaves eliminated. the show. That's that's what's unique about this reality dating competition well, show. People leave. Well, <laughs> our eyes. People leave our sight lines, but they're still they're still there somewhere operating in the background. Um, it was confusing, but now I get it because we just finished the show. Are you the one? And I really want to endeavor to speak about this chronologically. Okay. Episode so, six. Episode six. Uh, I think well, real quick because I do want to like sidebar it and say uh, a lot of my conversations uh, about episode two through five, which was the last episode of Rose Buddies, was about how how great I thought Devin was. Oh, what a funny, a funny goofy boy! I said, boy, <laughs> boy, was I wrong. Boy, Devin, did, did I misread that one. Devin, like most of the contestants on the show, has a lot of growing up to do. And unfortunately, that adolescence he's in is pretty hateful. Very hateful. Very, like, very um, uh, Malfoy. Like, very, he's a sociopath. And he's a, he's funny, but, like, eh, Yeah, sociopath. he's, he, yeah, sociopath is a good way to describe him. All right, let's hit him. Hit him with that six. Episode six. Uh... Chelsea and Connor go to the honeymoon suite. It looks pretty posh, and then they are never heard from again. Like, yeah, I thought it would like. I thought we'd continue to follow them see, because, like, I'm curious of like what happens to you after you are found 
a perfect match. Like after after your perfect match, like I'm curious what that dynamic is like. Of just like, so are we supposed to kiss now, or are we kissing enough? Like you're my perfect match. Should we be kissing like a lot? Uh, we didn't get any of that. No. Uh, but from what can, we can tell, they're really happy. Like this was a good call for them. They're really enjoying their time together. Uh, seems like yeah, it seems the like right move. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, that's the, it. Seriously. They they show up for the match ceremonies at the end of the episode. You literally, I don't think we saw them outside of the match ceremony. I think it, I think it is. Well, they show them like on the beach, like exercising and stuff for like a set, like B roll. Like they are very much <laughs> like we weird. didn't kill them. They still are it's alive, weird, right? It's like <laughs> they're still on the set. Like they still have to be there during the shooting of the television show. Are you the one? Just let them go home. Do you think they had like ten honeymoon suites all primed and ready? And just just sat there? Just none of them. Okay. <laughs> Again, we're going to get out of, okay. of the time. We got to stay. Rachel, okay. look at me. We got to stay in the time stream. Okay. No paradoxes here. Never give up on love. Never give up on love. I learned that. I, I was about to give up on love. But then I did. It's fine because I'm not going to now, obviously. I couldn't now. Uh, so I'm just going to go straight into the the challenge. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, like, Kayla's sad because Connor's gone, and then... Yeah, but Kayla's also, like, that was, that was one of the more forced relationships of the show. Kayla just, like, wanted something to be angry at. And then Kiki and Chuck have, like, a conversation where Chuck's like, you know, I just want to have kids, man. I just want those butterflies. And Kiki's like, oh my gosh, maybe you're my match. Jesus. This is, (laughs) but this is the second time that Chuck's talked about regenerating. Because he was, he also said something like... I'm beautiful babies. I'm a beautiful man. Yeah. Gonna have them. Gonna make them. Beautiful little surface, bro. I got a text message. Oh, it's from Justin and Sydney. I texted them about if they had watched Are You the One Season 3. Have they? They have, but they haven't finished it. I was, I'm glad I asked if they'd f- finished They're watching multiple seasons concurrently? They're, apparently, they are out <laughs> of the fucking time stream. All right. Okay, so the challenge is that there are uh, lady quotes... The men must match the quote uh, to the woman and then find the keys to open a chest, which will reveal puzzle pieces of the lady's face. Which Um, looks like something that a murderer would make. Yeah. Like, look at the beautiful faces. I have caught them. I have caught them in torn the This was the first challenge I noticed where there was no prescribed name for it. Uh, So I made Griffin come up with a name. What did I say? I forget. Married Treasure. Because they had to dig them up under the X's. Yeah. That's pretty good. The only thing is it's not filthy. Most of these challenge names have been pretty filthy. Uh, okay, how about um, how about uh, put these ladies in your holes? Because <laughs> they have to like dig the... They didn't... There really wasn't much digging. No. I guess. I'll think... I'll figure something out. I'm not a dirty boy, you know? Kind of like a... When I'm what about a, like... A clean like, lifestyle. Grab her piece. Grab her pieces. Something like that. Um, And then the... So the lady quotes... I mean, it's not particularly interesting. It's not as good as... um, One was like, I burned a dude's house down. And then... uh, There's one like, I I text other guys, uh, so I have a fallback. Um, I lead guys on for a week, and then I lose interest. I still have a blankie. Yeah. Some of them were more... Some of them were crimes. Some of them were like... I killed a man in an alleyway. <laughs> uh, so Chuck matches up with Kiki, and Austin matches up with Cheyenne. 
they are just having fun with it. Like, you gotta... This is week fucking six. This has to... Like, we said this last episode during weeks two through five. Like, this has to be the point in the game where it's like, we should really figure out who we want to win these challenges so that we know who to send to the Yeah, they're not there yet. That literally doesn't happen until the final episode. And they waste that. Anyway. Uh, So Chuck and Kiki, since they won first, they get a helicopter tour. And then Austin and Cheyenne since they were second place, get to go get ice cream downtown. Pretty, I mean, that's kind of a bad prize. Doesn't it seem like that's kind of a bad prize? Like, you probably got ice cream back at your place. Also, you two ain't a match. Well, I mean, it's a chance for them to figure out. I guess that's true. Over ice cream that they could have just had at their house. Yeah. As they watch their friends, like, fly over in a helicopter overhead. Yeah, that's oh, true. That would have been nice. Dang. Um, If only I'd put your face puzzle together faster. Hannah, at this point, is totally done with Chuck. Has a lot of harsh words to say about him. Well, in the last episode, he just, like, fucked somebody else. Yeah, Brittany. So she is, like, done-zo. And then Ryan announces there is a all-night lover's luau beach party for all of them waiting. Which I started to get very into... There's another thing that happens in a in a later episode. I get into this idea of them. I mean, this is the point of the whole fucking show, and this was such an, a, a season full of people just obstinately refusing to play the game. Are you the one that they had been cast to play? Um, but it seems like the way you do the shit is you have as many big hang sessions as you can possibly do, and then get to know people, and then like see if there's a a fit there. Yeah, but people aren't, I mean, to use language of the show, they're not open in their hearts. They're, like, having these real surface conversations about, like, you know what I want? I want a relationship where we're, like, nice to each other and, like, we do fun stuff and, like... All, and, but also, why don't you get those boobies out that shirt? Like, that's <laughs> very much, like... Also, now that I... You seem like you're a nice person and I need a shorty to hold me down. But also... Would you get the boobies out of that shirt just to like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> for the game, for the game, <laughs> very much a lot of that, like physical, that physical, that intimate, that heat, well, that passion. Like- that's important. That's important in a love, in a love. <laughs> it's important in a love, but it can't be the only thing. Well, it's just, it's not like they're finding out things about each other. They're just saying what they want at each other, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want this, I want this. I want this, I want this. I'm glad we had this talk. I feel so close to you right now. Like, not like... The most real talk conversation I had not the like entire Connor. season was Connor being like, yeah, I'm a recovering drug addict. Chelsea's like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, I do this because... And this is why. This is why I, I am a drug counselor. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, this is why I started doing drugs. He's like, oh, Okay. This There's, is how people do this it. This is how people like have conversation. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so at the all night lovers luau party, I'm not even really going to talk about the date between Chuck and Kiki and Austin and Cheyenne. Because fucking nothing happens. No, like uh, this is Austin's first date. He's real excited about it, but Cheyenne is like not really feeling it because Austin's like. You know, if I immediately if I find something I don't like about somebody, I shut down and I and I 
back away. Because on that anomaly, he's like, on that cool. Anomalisa shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good reference. Thanks. Uh, and Chuck and Kiki are like, oh, yeah, we're totally a match. We both like water. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, like, no actual real chemistry there. Uh, and so uh, All Night Lovers Luau, there's, like, a DJ and torches and, like, hula dancers and parrots. They, they said we each get our personal uh, DJ, we get a personal bartender, and our own personal parrots. Mm-hmm. You can't have personal parrots. Unless, unless it's your pet parrot. You can't have a personal parrot. How can you cage a bird? Yeah, I know. You can't. Well, you can't. Well, you can't. You can put a bird in a cage. It's <laughs> but this is where Zach and Hannah meet, really, for the first time in a, in a real way. They they're dancing on the floor. They're really grooving on each other, which is something the kids say. Really groove. Hey, mm-hmm. kids, groovy moves. Mm-hmm. And then Zach is that the Nene? <laughs> I'm sorry, you have, you have no idea what the Nene is. We we were in a conversation last weekend about what these different dance moves were because we're not 100% sure. Don't say we. I wasn't I wasn't there. I know exactly what the Nene is. I wish there was a video component. Yeah? That's it. That looks more like... Um, this is the... Okay. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's the, it's the pile... That's not the whip? It's That is, yeah. It's the pal. So that's the whip. And, and then, then the nene the, is... Yeah, just kind of like, like you wave it off. Okay. Now you show me. No, don't. Let's do a podcast. Zach and Hannah go out to the water. Um, Zach makes some line about slippery when wet. Because Zach like loves a, a what he thinks to be a funny catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, and they and they really groove on each other. They get really. Hannah t- takes an article of clothing off. They have a fun time in there, and and they are really, they're doing some dangerous stuff out there. Well, yeah, it's the ocean at night. Mm-hmm. There could be anything in there: manta rays, mm-hmm. the fucking scourge of the sea. <laughs> you laughed at me last week when I talked about how scary manta rays were. They're they're gigantic. You said they were like smiling kites, and then I had nightmares about just that that night um when really that's not a pleasant image for you smiling kites it is but that's not like what they are it's like you could call a shark like a i don't know like a smiling there's another a shark is so scary it's not that, that easy like no, to turn a phrase like i did is it and i understand like i know the numbers of like we kill way more of them than they do of us but i'm saying i'm so scared of the ocean what kind of podcast is this <laughs> I'm the one where I talk about how very scared of the ocean. Okay, I am. you'll never catch me in the ocean. Not well, past like I have, I have exactly. I'll go in like the ocean. ten feet into it, but then once I reach the the once the water becomes deep enough that a manta ray could potentially be hiding, and after you have used the restroom, and after I've, well, that's just a power play. <laughs> that's me letting Mother Nature know what's up. I built, I we built the fucking trains. You know what I mean? We built trains. We built, we invented the wheel, discovered fire. Like, I get to pee in you. You know what I wonder? On What's all these that? reality shows where, like, couples are embracing in the ocean, you know somebody's accidentally been peed you know, on. No, they're just right? peeing right in there, yeah. Yeah. Courtney like, and Ben having their little oh. in, in infamous rendezvous. Oh. No, I'm glad to know that you still remember The Bachelor, even though clearly you've abandoned it for Are You The One. Yeah, well... It's uh, it's a part of my past, and I cherish my past, but I'm a wonder now. I'm an <laughs> oneer. 
I'm an oneater through and through. Um, okay, so um, this is when Devin starts to get jealous of Kiki and Chuck. This is where Devin, this is where the fucking transformation begins. And like weird, like funny audience surrogate Kevin become or Kevin. He doesn't even <laughs> deserve the name Devin because he becomes, this is what happens. He becomes a real genuine Kevin. You know what I mean? I can't hear Kevin without thinking of two very specific Kevins, and both of them both are of them darling. Are, yeah. I think of Kevin Arnold from The Wonder Years. Yeah, he's great. And I think of Kevin Hart, who is adorable. Yeah. Those are, there's not a bad Kevin. But I don't know a good Devin. Kevin Nealon. Yeah. Sh- well, I don't Charming. know. Charming. I guess. <laughs> uh, all right, then he's still just Devin, but fuck, that dude turns bad. We got to pick up the pace. We're like 16 minutes in. We haven't even cleared one episode yet. Okay, okay. Um, Something happens with Kiki, right? Yes, oh, Kiki oh, and... Uh, no, Brittany and Chuck hook up. Right. And Kiki sees it. And Kiki and Chuck were like kind of a thing at that point. And then later Kiki is like, what's the deal? How can you do this? And everyone's trash because it's... Uh, they got know, fucked up at Ryan Devlin's luau. It's an all-night lover's luau beach party. And they're all like in the kitchen like eating in the drunk way that people do. And Kiki pulls Chuck aside, and Chuck is like, she was like, can I give you a lap dance? And I said, yes. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? She offered. Like, do you want half of this candy bar? Do you want a lap dance? Same, Oops, same I said level. Ye- I said yes to both. <laughs> she said them both together, like, really fast, so I had to accept the lap dance, or else it'd be rude. Uh, and then Kayla's there, and everybody's like, Chuck, you're an asshole. And Kayla says, Chuck, you have dick all over your face, <laughs> which I remember you really liked. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. I think that's my favorite line from the movie Garden State. Uh, and so hey, then as soon as Kiki and Chuck, like, hash break out, up. Kiki's like, where is Devin? Like, I really yeah. want to spend some time with Devin now. And Devin's like, fuck you. Yeah. Let's not do this anymore. Who goes into that truth booth is what I want to know. Truth booth, Chuck and Kiki. Trying to, let's see if we can make it work. Everyone's like, the game is riding on this. This is this is the moment. Not a match. Not a match, no. Um, why was it riding on that? Just because they, they need to get fucking Kiki done? I think they had matched last week. Yeah. They had gone into the matchup ceremony together last week. And so everybody's like... We got two beams last week. If they match, then we know was they the were second the other one match, and, and then we'll yeah. know that everybody else hasn't. Yeah. Um, but they're not a match. No such luck. They, they didn't get... That That week two blackout gave them so many like hard data points that they would not would not have like matched anybody without that week two. Like They wouldn't have gotten fucking anywhere without that week two blackout. If they had had this, like, yeah, that probably would have... Yeah. Well, and this is when I, I coined the phrase... And I think it holds up for the whole season. This is not the match you want. It's the match you deserve. Yeah. Like, people here are pretty terrible. They may get a terrible match that reflects how terrible they are. Okay, I didn't end the show uh, just, like, not liking as many of the people as you apparently did. I don't think you're a big fan of most of the Do you want to go through now who you like and who you don't like? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Connor and Chelsea, very much into that. Yeah, of course. Zach and Hannah, yeah, I, th- I think that's all right. I'm into that. I, uh, yeah. um, Cheyenne, I, I like Cheyenne. Cheyenne I like Rashida. I like Rashida a lot. Like Tyler a lot. Um, Cheyenne, Rashida, real standout moments where they death, like said death. who they were, yes. s- stuck their flag in the ground, got in a fight with God, said I care about things, I have opinions. Sure. 
Hunter? No. No. Uh, Alec? I thought he was okay. Alec is okay. Kind of kind of lost. Kind of a, a little <laughs> kind of bit. Kind of a lost man. <laughs> and, of course, Chuck. And Devin and Mike. Just kidding. They're trash. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I like Tyler a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like Tyler a lot, too. Okay, yeah. anyway, we've gotten in the weeds. Um, so when Chuck and Kiki aren't a match, Devin flips the table. Uh, and even Nelson, uh, Nelson, who has like a history of who the rage, week, the week, the week before, like fucking hawked out broke and two doors, two doors yeah. apart. It's uh, like, hey, Devin, man. Devin also says her name will. Uh, speaking of Kiki, her name will never come out of my mouth again because I will fuck her and then tear her down. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh man, hey, yeah, like literally, everybody's like, because I mean, everybody said some pretty whack shit over the course of the show because they get fucked up every but night, but not like evil genius. Yeah, stuff. everybody's <laughs> like, whoa, dude, yeah, you need to rein it in. Uh, and this is where the full Kevin transformation has like set in. Uh, and so this is Austin. Austin comes up with his no blackout strategy. He's like, hey guys, follow me. I know exactly what to do. And so everyone's like, all right, I don't understand what you're saying or what your strategy is, but I'll do it because I don't have any ideas. Yeah. Uh, and so they do it. Um, there's a lot of weird choices here. Like Tyler picks Hannah. Like, And everyone's like, what? There's so many people who like haven't spoken. There's like a lot. Most of the people here like haven't spoken. Yeah. Like um, there's just a lot of choices that happen and everybody's walking up there and they're saying like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing this. Why. Austin told me to. Yeah, uh, and they get three matches. So not a blackout, not the worst they've ever done. What was the strategy there? Just like we don't want to, like we're so fucking far behind, we just don't want to lose any of the money that we're not going to win anyway. Like it just seems like one of many many opportunities where they just fucking wasted time. Well, there's like some stuff they wanted to keep. Like they wanted Alec and Stacy together because they'd been together a few times. They wanted Devin and Rashid together because they'd been together a few times. But then they just kind of threw shit at the just wall. Kind of threw some spaghetti. At the yeah. Wall. Well, I'm sure a lot of those were based on. There had to be some sort of logic to it, right? There had to be some sort of like these people didn't match up in these ceremonies, and these people didn't match up in these ceremonies. So if we switch everybody one to the left, then there's yeah. probably some sort of math that like we weren't following. Um, but yeah, didn't go so great. No, uh, episode seven. Everybody, everybody's always like kind of outraged after these, and this is when Hunter gives a speech and says like we have to be each other's family. And then they decide to have a talent show to get to know each other, I that's guess. That's good shit, though. That's what I'm saying. That's that, that's that, that's that meat. That's yeah. that meaty sauce that I crave. Uh, so there are, so I, let's see what you remember, because I just wrote down real general notes. I mean, Hunter delivered the most beautiful speech, the yeah. most beautiful poem I've ever heard in my whole life. Yeah, everybody loves Hunter's poem. He Devin, goes last. Devin did a rap. There were impressions. Do you remember these oh, celebrity impressions? Did, did Tyler do Bill Cosby? Yes. And then there was like a weird political one by Zach. He like, he was doing... Zach did like Obama, I think? I don't know who that was. If, you, if you're doing an impression of a... If you're doing a presidential impression, I can't tell if it's uh, President Barack Hussein Obama. And a lot of people have forgotten about the Hussein. <laughs> God, Griffin. This is the second time <laughs> you made that joke. It's a it, joke. Just okay. some, a lot of people have forgotten his long day. Okay. I'm not like making a statement one way or the other. I'm just saying a lot of the people have forgotten about the Hussein, but it's important. Okay. Um, um, if you, I can't tell if you're doing Barack Obama or Bill Clinton. Your impression's bad. Yeah. Is it not a good Well, impression? Zach never claimed to be like a, you know, like a Jeff Foxworthy. 
the master of impressions. <laughs> do do some of Jeff Foxworthy's impressions. He's so good. Uh, you want? Sorry, you want me to do my impression of, of Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy, Foxworthy doing an impression mm-hmm. of who? Give me, give me the other person. Well, you know, like his famous no, ones. No, you can fucking put this on me, but you can't like ask me to freeform half of it. Do Jeff Foxworthy, Jeff Foxworthy do- doing Matthew McConaughey? Oh man. Okay. Now, when I get in my Lincoln and turn it on, <laughs> I want to know that this car is premium. Get her done. I fucked it up. No. That was the wrong one. I thought for sure you were going to be All right, like... All right, so let me try again. Well, what I like about these <laughs> high school girls... It sounds like your jaw is clamped is they- together. Well, he keeps his mouth really small when he does the impressions. That's the Jeff Fox oh, secret. Okay. One of the good things about these high school girls is they keep getting younger, and I stay the same age. Get her done. He doesn't Here's say it. get her done. These high school girls that stay the same age. Here's your sign. No. Lord, I apologize. Get her done. I thought you'd be like, you might be a high school girl. All right, all uh, right. You, you're saying that all Jeff right. Foxworthy, when he does impressions of other people, he injects his <laughs> own blue-collar catchphrases into them. Of course them. he does. Okay. You you haven't seen his latest special. That's what it is. And what's the title of that special? Um, Red, White, and Going Blue. Oh, because he's, like, swearing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. He usually goes pretty clean. Mm-hmm. Is the word white in, like, all caps? <laughs> it's bolded. Okay. Right. Anyway. Um, crawling. Crawling. <laughs> um, talent show. And then, let's see. What was the challenge? The challenge. The challenge was, um, quote, you guys really need a helping hand. That was just Ryan Devlin just, like injecting his own sort of yeah. <laughs> opinions into the show. Uh, the guys are the arms and hands of women as they stack blocks. Yeah, this one was okay. Yeah. Um, Alex and Melanie, or sorry, Alec and Melanie, Hunter and Rashida are like, the winners. no and no. No and no. I know. No and no. What the fuck, guys? No, no. and no. Now, eventually they do, teaser, eventually they do figure out that we should engineer challenges so that certain people win. But even that, they can't fucking but yeah, do. yeah, they don't execute it well. fucking idiot kids. I'm, I got too angry at them. They're beautiful souls. They're just trying to find their way out there. Uh, so the four of those people get to go on a horseback ride. Uh, meanwhile, back at the house, um, Kayla and Mike get into an egg fight. W- <laughs> <laughs> oh, this really has tickled you. At which point, Amanda is like, because Amanda is a big fan of Mike, as we know. She can't let go. Uh, but Kayla and Mike are starting to vibe on each other. And Amanda witnesses this egg fight. And instead of revealing, like, hey, I'm really jealous, she's like, you guys, don't waste food. That's gross. People are starving. I just get really angry when people waste food. And then she, like, <laughs> leans into it. Because uh, who is it that, like, uh, shit, somebody's like, hey, I'm going to be honest with you all. This is not about the Nelson. food. There's Nelson. Nelson, like... Puts her on blast, like, get just yeah, like, let's not pretend. This is not about some eggs. <laughs> uh, and she's just like, I don't, I've never been in a food fight. 
I just like, <laughs> it's really, it's important to me that like, no matter what, it, if I fight with somebody, I'm just not going to waste food about it. Like, oh, you're, that's kind of a crazy thing to say out loud. I would know, I, no matter what kind of beef I get into with a person, wasting food just doesn't enter in the equation. <laughs> I will say and do a lot of things. Waste food is not. But I will not waste food. Especially eggs. That's a hearty food. There's a lot of valuable nutrients in those eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the date, um, Hunter is there and he's on a horse. And so everybody's like, oh, cowboy. Because they're all wearing cowboy hats and cowboy Can we shirts. skip the date? No, none of these couples are fucking anything. Um, Alec and Melanie uh, get taken to the truth booth for like, I don't know. Why? Why? I guess because Alec had been with Stacy so long and they were just trying to figure out, like, is it possible Alec should match with somebody else? Um, but they're not a match. Uh, Tyler's super exhilarated because Tyler's still feeling that Melanie. And so he's real excited to see that Melanie's not a match with Alec. Yes. Have we talked about Tyler, Melanie? I don't know if we have. They had like a... Yeah, we they have. Had, they had a nice conversation. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler's into Melanie. Melanie seems to like get that Tyler's a good guy, but seems to have no, no chemistry with him. Um, the one thing I will say about this when they're selecting their truth booth match, uh, Zach literally puts on a blindfold and goes up and just jabs at the screen. Good. Like what the fuck? Like there's no metric for this one. This was just one. How many fucking challenges did they waste? How many truth? They wasted all but maybe like. Three truths. This is episode seven, and they're fucking. They're still like, I don't know, pick whichever. It's the worst. So this is when Kayla says, "Hey guys, this is ridiculous. Look, because after the truth booth, they all separate off, and the women are sitting together talking. The men are sitting together talking. The the fake couples are like together, and Kayla's like, this happens every time. Let's sit down with a new person and talk to each other." And so they do like a speed dating thing and they all treat each other like we are geniuses that we are finally doing this on we're episode seven a fucking conversation. <laughs> yeah. Seven weeks in. Um, yeah. th- it seems like it's going okay. Um, I feel like it, there's one couple that has like a, Oh, this person's actually pretty cool. Um, but then Kiki looks over and is like, boy, Devin sure has been talking to her for too long, huh? Yeah. It's like, nobody gives a fuck about this storyline anymore. This plot line's over. Yeah. Yeah, there are some good conversations. People actually seem to be like talking about themselves and what they want. Uh, Tyler feels real confident and they're all in the hot tub and he like gives a speech like, hey, guys, y'all did really good. I'm really proud of us. Um, But then Devin and Kiki start fucking with each other because Kiki's like, I really need to talk to Devin again tonight. We really need to have a talk. Um, And this is when Devin starts saying some really fucked up shit about Kiki. I forget this, but there were a few salvos in this particular battle. I'll take you on good credit, because it sounds like the kind of thing. This is when he brings up the puppet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's just kind of like, you know, I'll, I, I can manipulate her. Like, I can gather ammo and use it against her. Like, you know, like, I'm the, like, puppet master. And then they get in bed together in the big communal room. And everybody is like... This Everyone is like it's, terrible. Yeah. You're yeah. idiots. Mainly, I mean, obviously, Devin is a mess. But they're also like, Kiki, what are you Kiki, doing? Kiki, to stop. This is you the know. fucking fifth time. It's hard because it's it's in balance. And Kiki is like, why am I getting all this shit? And Devin gets off easy. And it's like, well, everybody knows that Devin's a nightmare. Yeah, but, but that doesn't. It's in balance. I know. But it's... 
Kiki is like this a, show is a also, nice person. This Kiki show is, is a very nice person, yeah, and it's not fair. This show is also engineered to create these circumstances because it's yeah. like, where the fuck are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? What you gonna do? Um. So it's time for the match ceremony. Uh, Alec and Stacy get back together um, because Alec and Melanie weren't a match. So they're like, well, let's throw Alec and Stacy back together. Um. Oh wait, no. No, it's Rashida and Alec. So they've really moved away. Oh, I'm looking at my notes now. So Rashida picks Alec. This is another one of those weeks where they just do whatever the hell they want. Rashida picks Alec. Kiki picks Nelson. What? Yeah. Everyone's like, what is happening right now? You guys haven't even talked to each other. Uh, Amanda picks Hunter. Devin picks Britt. Mel picks Chuck. I mean, these, these are all like rando, except for like Zach and Hannah. Um, Kayla and Austin. It's just everybody just, you know, whoever, just whatever. Grab bag I don't know what's happening. Um, and they get three matches. And Ryan says, you are still following what you want, not what you need. When, and keep in mind, when we say three matches, that includes Connor and yeah, Chelsea. every time, yeah. So that's not, it's really two matches. Uh, now we get to episode eight, which is your notes. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to read it? I do. I drew a penis there at the top. Yeah. Two reasons for that. One, I got bored. So we... We this- were watching on the MTV app, and there were so many shitty, like, like buffering breaks. And so in those one of those buffer breaks, I drew a penis. So we, up until this point, I have taken all the notes. At a certain point, I was like, I want a break. Griffin's like, I'll take notes. And so we're swapping roles right now. All right. Uh, first note, the MTV app has the worst commercials. That's true. We watched the same commercial for that fucking Andy Samberg movie like six times in a row. Yes. If only on that episode, though. We never saw it again after that episode. Um, they're showing a trailer for a commercial for some fucking phone. And it's the one where Jason Statham is like every person in the city. You know what I mean? It's the one where like, he's like all the women and all the men. And there's like yeah. a bull chase. And the, it's not guy Jason on fire. Statham, though. Yeah, it is. It's Jason Statham. Oh, you, there's another one where it's Ryan Reynolds, but there's another oh, one where it's Jason okay. Statham. So they released that commercial for this fucking phone with Jason Statham as every person in this city, and they released that commercial on April Fool's Day. It was April 1st. They're showing a tr- like a teaser trailer where like it shows a guy on a phone, and you pan up, and you can see it's kind of Jason Statham's face, and it's like, tune in for more on April 1. Cool. It's tax day. It's April 15th. So, like, why is MTV showing me a commercial for a commercial for a thing that came out two weeks ago? What, what? I didn't even notice that one. Drove me crazy. Okay. Uh, so, uh, this is week eight. Everybody's really, really bummed out. Uh, Hannah chimes in and says that she thought that one of the matches was Nelson and Kiki. She's like, I feel really good about that one. <laughs> um, and then we get into the drama of uh, Devin's bad dick yeah we get into the drama of devin's bad sex something must have happened we didn't see they're in bed and they're like she's like can you do me again because i didn't even get close yeah but how much more that's literally i think as explicit as television there must have been something that motivated kiki to then go on and tell everybody like devin probably that devin has been fucking horrible to her for like three weeks running at this point uh there's literally a scene where they're like in bed and close up on some condoms and Kiki's like, can you do it again? Cause I wasn't even close. And he's like, and his quote was, uh, I'm just still learning. What? 
Well, each woman has a series of intricacies. Fuck that. It's not like the maze on the back of the cereal box. <laughs> that you have to learn over time. Uh, uh, so then Kiki runs until I talk some shit to yeah. uh, a whole Which gaggle of people. Which blew my mind because the thing I had convinced myself, I was like, why does Kiki keep going back to him? It must be because their physical relationship is so great. And then this Apparently episode... he's got a bad wing long. Well... His wing wong might not I be think, bad. He's just like I think he's just a selfish lover. That's the sense I get. Yeah, that might be it. Just she like never a two, a two pump shot. She never explicitly says, "You know what I don't like about Devin is his wing wong." He's got a curly wing wong like a duck. Tell me about mm-hmm. ducks wing wongs. Oh, you're not googling it, are you? Talk us through this. I don't want to see this. I thought you were actually going to type duck wing wong. <laughs> oh. Looks like a wizard staff. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. Griffin. Griffin, I don't I don't like this. Have you ever seen an echidna's penis? What's weird is that a picture of Daisy and Donald came up. Oh yeah. <laughs> echidna penis has four heads. How do you know what so Check many- that shit out. What? Oh. How do you know what so many animal penises look like? Why don't you know? You went. You went to. You took science classes. Okay. Uh, anyway, back on the notes. Back on the notes. We get to the challenge. It's extra dirty laundry. It's a women's challenge. We note that the women are really catching the fucking worst of these challenges. Yeah, they had to eat pig feet and put their hands in squid, and now their exes are on screen, given the opportunity to warn the contestants of things that their ex have done terribly wrong right um but the the objective is to match the x to the woman so the guys are listening and they think oh that sounds like so and so and they have to guess uh britney's ex gets up there talks some trash uh he also says i still get i love you texts and britney goes uh to the to the women like oh well that's that is true uh, he's, this man has a very thick country accent, so everybody immediately is like, oh, this must oh, be Britney's. Kiki, or Brittany. Um, when you, oh, so when the, okay, so the game was also, you had to guess which woman it was, but you had to run and grab a life preserver with her name on it, and then run and toss it onto a hook. Yeah, um, which, De- which is weird. You know, um, Devin, laundry. uh, got out first round, and Kiki makes a joke about how he's bad at ring toss. That's not the only thing he's bad at. His wing wong's also curled like a duck's wing. It, it says it right. <laughs> um, Stacy's ex gets up there and talks about how clingy his ex is, and everybody's like, "Oh, Stacy." It's gotta be Stacy. Everyone gets that right. Uh, Cheyenne's ex, whose name is Yader, gets up there. Um, it's just like Cheyenne's great. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I still love Yader." Um, and she says, if you're in a relationship with me, you're in a relationship with him too. Hey, this is a cool little setup. Yeah. Uh, Amanda's ex gets up there and says, uh, she's really, really hot tempered. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, we got well, doesn't, it. Doesn't, doesn't he use the phrase pop off? Yeah, she, he, she pops off all this. And that's literally the verb that they use to describe she Amanda's. She must have introduced that because Maybe. it seems weird that they would both use that same expression. Um... The winners were Hunter, Nelson, and Austin. Nelson chooses uh, Kiki. Uh, Hunter chooses Amanda. And Austin chooses Kayla for the dates. Um, 
none of these are especially good, I don't think. Yeah. The- Austin chooses Kayla just because she hasn't gone on a date yet, which is like a sweet little gesture, I guess. But like, damn, we should really be figuring this out, don't you think, guys? Because it's episode fucking eight. Um, also, there is a uncomfortable interaction uh, between Chuck and Brittany's ex, where Chuck is like, this upgrade. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Brittany's ex is like real clean cut i want to say and chuck's like hey man like clearly i know what i'm doing and i did it to her last night yeah whatever <laughs> yeah i don't know uh they're going spearfishing uh yeah. which hunter like gets so psyched about and i have this headcanon of like maybe hunter and chuck to merman otp what do you think what do you think about that otp baby you are a professional podcaster now on the internet. You have to know internet terms. One true pairing. Whoa. So, yeah, it's like... What it, is that a reference to? I, I think it probably started with like... I, I, I'm so wrong about everything I've ever said on about internet okay. things. I think it's like... A, it, it started, I believe... Imagine like in, in your head like, oh, well, Harry Potter and Hermione. That's my OTP because they're both so smart. But really, Hermione ends up with Ron. What does that have to do with podcasting? I'm just saying it's like a nerd shit, and the podcasts are nerd shit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, this is when, uh, is it Nelson who can't do water? It is. Nelson can't do water very well. Uh, before the date, even get, we even get to the date, uh, Mike talks to Amanda, and it's like, please, please, God, go with anybody else. Go with Hunter. We're not a match, please. She's like, no, it's you. It's like, fuck, you're going to lose the game for us. Um, and Devin finds out that Kiki's been talking smack and defends his bad sex. Um, and attacks Kiki about it. He doesn't even really defend it, though. If I remember correctly, he's like, "Why would you ta- tell people?" Yeah, that? it wasn't like I'm really great in bed, guys. She's wrong. It's more like, why would she say that? So then they go spearfishing exclusively for beautiful tropical fish. Yeah, they're they spearing. Kill, they kill the fuck out of Dora. Like, yeah. kill killer, killer. All these like fish you would see in fish tanks. Not like we're gonna eat this tonight. Like, this is a beautiful black and white striped fish, and we just speared it. Um, Hunter is very into Amanda. Amanda is not at all. Hunter just keeps swinging and missing on this show. Uh, and then for the truth boof, of course, duh, Nelson and Kiki. <laughs> at this point, Kiki has four men that it could possibly be. That they- is how many fucking times that she has been in the truth boof. She or- became like the control group. And Which is, I guess, good data to have, but, like, not if it's... But Kiki, who has no strong opinions about anything, like, somebody that cannot help them at all. Somebody that won't be like, oh, you know what? I I have great instincts, and I'm going to say no to Nelson. She's just like, hell, I don't know. Maybe it is Nelson. They yeah. have an okay time on their date, and so she's like, I don't know. Maybe it is. And they No, get a she's really upset that he won't get in the water and swim. She's like, I am adventurous. Right, yeah. Um, he is not. Which she brings she brings up uh, to spite him uh, after they are, of course, not a match. Yeah. Kiki is the fuck. I have written down here that she is the devourer of the truth booth. Yeah. She has wasted so many. And it's not her fucking fault. Like, she, it's, it's explicitly not her no, fault. No, everybody sends her. Everybody's the one that sends her. It's just fucking insane. I see their reasoning of like, well, let's just keep going with this person till we narrow it down. But they're wasting so much time because literally there are nine people there that are not a match for her. And we're going to go through every single one of them. And they almost do. Yeah. 
They almost do. They waste so much time. Uh, so, uh, what happens? Oh, Alec and Stacy have a talk where they're like, I think we should make this work. I think we can make this thing work. Well, Because Stacy's ex gets yeah. up there and Stacy's ex is like, she's a great girl. I don't know what you want me to yeah, say. Yeah, she's, like, she's real loyal. She's real loyal. She's real cool. And Alec hears that. Stacy's been really clinging up to this point. So I was like, I got to bail. But now they talk about it like, all right, let's, let's, yeah, let's Alec's talk. Yeah, like, oh, this thing. is good. This is like, this is good. Um, Amanda and Mike get back together. That's a fucking dumpster fire. Uh, well... Wait, do they go into the match ceremony together? No, but they... They just, they hook up. They hit that boom, boom. Yeah. They hit that boom, boom, pal. Uh, <laughs> and then we get to the match ceremony. I have written here, Tyler is a sweet boy. I don't know why. He's a sweet boy. I like him a lot. <laughs> um, Mike picks, duh, of course, Melanie. And everybody freaks the fuck out. Because it's I, like... I, Melanie's like, we haven't even talked. We've, ne- we've literally never talked. Kiki loses her fucking mind. Because Kiki's yeah. like, at this point, they've weeded out seven men in the house, except for Mike, Alec, and Tyler. Yeah. She, she one says, of those you have a three, fucking 33.3 yeah. repeating percent chance yeah. that I'm your match. And you picked this fucking girl you've never talked to before. Yeah, everybody was real mad at Mike. It doesn't. It gets better. Uh, Hunter picks Brittany. Alec picks Stacy because they're, they're like, you know. They're trapped they're together trying. forever. But again, Alec, one in three chance that it's Kiki doesn't go for doesn't. it. Uh, and then Tyler, the only other person that it literally could be with Kiki, gets up there, picks Cheyenne. Yeah. And everybody's like, because Kiki we freaks know, the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody else freaks the fuck out. This, we know for like, sure we're not going to get all ten now. A bomb goes off. They're like, you've wasted this ceremony. Um, Tyler says, like, I've never talked to her. So, like, you want me to throw my vote away when I think I have a thing going yeah. with Cheyenne? Um, that doesn't make any sense. Well, to me. yeah, and this is this becomes an issue because this was the week for the men to choose, and the women are really leaning hard. Like, you men are idiots. What are you doing? Uh, Chuck picks Amanda. Like, no. Uh, Devin picks Rashida. Uh, it's the third time that they've picked it. Rashida freaks out because, like, everybody's sitting with the same people. Yeah. Like, the same, like... We are not changing anything in a meaningful way. Uh, Zach picks Hannah. And then uh, Austin picks Kiki, a confirmed non-match. Like, con- when I say confirmed non-match, I'm not saying because... I- I'm saying because they went into the fucking truth booth together. Yeah, and they know. There are only non-match. three men left um, And then Nelson takes Kayla, and we get three beams of light. Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> it was a fucking disaster. All right. At this point, we, we switch back to our note-taking roles for episode nine. Let's just go straight to the getaway challenge. Which is, uh, everybody has decided Alec and Stacy need to win. Like, let's finally, for sure, figure out it's Alec and Stacy. Let's let them win the challenge. Let's send them to the truth booth. This is when they finally started to figure out, if we compare the first week results to the second week blackout, then we can start coming up with some really hard data that we can use as a foothold yeah. to compare the rest of the shit against. Yeah. So they're pretty sure... That Stacy and Alec, who have sat together most of the time, have been one of the three matches that most of the time they've had three matches. So this is, so each end of a rope is tied to a partner. Each partner has to untangle, meet in the middle, and hug in order to get the date. So everybody goes into the same, we gotta let Alec and Stacy win. There's three slots. One of them has to be Alec and Stacy. Yeah. Uh, Stacy immediately freaks out uh, because she doesn't understand how to untangle herself. And she's very loudly freaking out. And everybody's listening to it and thinking, maybe we don't let him win. Maybe Stacy would never figure it out. Maybe this is my chance to go on a fun date. 
this is we're setting (laughs) stacy free she'll fucking die here on the beach tangled up in this fabric she'll never be able to escape she's she lives here now she lives in her fabric prison oh and i will say this is another challenge that didn't have a name and so griffin called it not afraid to find love but with K and OT. With a K. Yeah. It's good. Um, uh, I think what really kicks it off is Hannah and Zach finish really fast, and so they run to the middle and hug to win, and and everybody like freaks the fuck out, like, hey, yeah. we made a deal. And then it's everybody like, else is like enabled by their Despite the fact that there's flaunting. fucking three spots. Like yeah. why wouldn't two of them go to the people that win like have two people like do the challenge regularly to like go on these dates? Yeah, and then Hunter's like, Come on, Brittany, just come here. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. You come here. So they do it, that's number two. And then, most shocking of all, the fuck Austin. Judas Iscariot, Austin, who's like Mister Strategy. Like, guys, we need to do strategy. It's so important. <laughs> gets his spot. And he's like, "Well, they're gonna do it. Come on, who is his? Who is his partner? Kayla. Kayla. Come on, Kayla. It's first of all, fucking Kayla. Like, that's who you think? Yeah. Uh, and so the three of them, or the three couples, get an off-roading waterfall date. But, like, everybody loses their... Like, everybody's like, what the fuck is wrong? We can't even do this right. Like, we talked about how... I know. We literally talked about rigging this so this people could win so we could get them in the truth booth and finally figure this shit out. If they had done that in week nine, they would have saved... They could have done so much. I know. But they couldn't even fucking do that. They couldn't even lose a challenge good. No, they're so... Everybody is so selfish and so, like, willing to give up immediately. Like, oh, is is she having a little trouble with the knots? Well, fuck it. I want to go on a date. No! Just stand perfectly still! <laughs> All right. Um. So, this is when Mike and Amanda fall apart. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's they both have a lot to drink, and they start Mike fighting. Kisses, Mike kisses Kayla. Yes. Uh, who was the woman who was, like, into Connor until he left, and she yeah. had a big blow-up. And uh, he, Mike decides, I'm going to tell Amanda, because I want her to know from me. First of all, no conversations like this should be happening at night. Yeah, because there they are be all a, trashed all, all the time. they're all fucked up out of their minds. Yeah. Uh, uh, immediate. It's like a, a switch is flipped, and Amanda's immediately like super duper pissed off. She's like, "I'm gonna sm- smash this glass bottle over your head." I'm gonna like, yeah. She's she's yelling, she's swearing, uh, and and it continues like it just goes they make on it seem like it continues on multiple locations. They're outside, they're inside. He's like in. So then he's in bed, mm-hmm. uh, and Amanda is like up on him and like grabs a pillow and hits him in the face with the pillow and everybody is there everybody's there like maybe not everybody but like six people at least are there in that room with them including like chuck and um hunter are there and they're like you know they're everybody's like laughing somebody makes a comment about like get the popcorn like they're all like laughing and having a good time and then hannah's there too zach is there zach is there and amanda hits uh, hits him in the face with a pillow, and he stands up. And he's like, "Well, now you're getting me pissed off. Now you're getting me pissed off." And he, like, at first he'd been like trying to like, "Let's, just, I just want to have a conversation about it. this." Is it's like terrifying how quickly to use Amanda's words, like how quickly this dude pops the fuck off, yeah, in like a genuinely like scary way. He's just he's laying there the whole time. Nobody's doing anything, and you can feel it escalating as you're watching it. And so first he hits her with a pillow, like really hard. 
And she's like, she'd been hitting him with a pillow, so I don't think it like makes her nervous. And then he like grabs, grabs her by it, the neck, right by the back of the neck, and throws like, her down on the bed. Yeah, and, and he is yelling, and she like rolls like somersaults like yeah, because it is hard out of the throat because like he chucks her. Yeah, um, and it's like it's scary, man. It's bad. Like pretty much, pretty much instantly, the dudes like run over to Mike, like I I guess hoping to. Do yeah, a little body the, shield. Cheat. Finally, the group is like, "Oh shit! Uh, oh shit! We should have done something about this a while." Yeah. So Amanda goes outside, but she comes back in to like yell at him, like, "Don't you fucking put your hands on yeah. me!" And then finally, the group like breaks it up, and um, the the guys are like, "Hey, Mike, you fucked the fuck up, dude." Yeah. You fucking idiot. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mike, like, immediately tries to turn it. Like, why didn't you guys do something? Why didn't you guys like? Why didn't no, you guys dude. do anything? Like, no, dude. Yeah. Nah, dude, nah. Um, Chuck, like, Chuck, like, is immediately just done. Chuck's like, I'm done. Like, you've, you don't have any friends in the house now. Like, you're done. Um, And then you hear Mike say, all right, because some producers and security guys come into the room. So then we. There's an extra clip on the MTV website, by the way, of the the security guys getting him out of the house. Oh. Um, So then there's, like, a black screen, and it says that the producers take Mike to a hotel for the night. And this is... We're immediately like, is this the punish? Like, is this the punish? And it just made me wonder, like, they have to have some kind of contingency plan. Yeah. And and the way it reads as you're watching it, it's like, okay, well, let's see. So one woman to one bed equals one hotel room for one night. Like, it just seems like a weird, like, what would have made the difference? What would have made them be like, hey, no, now we have to call the cops. Or like, hey, no, now we have to, like, immediately kick you off the show. Yeah. It, it was just like, it seemed like a strange scramble to me. Uh, and I was real confused about how they were going to rebound from that. Well, okay, so I, I don't watch a lot of uh, music television programming, but certainly they know how to fucking handle it. Like, certainly they... And I'm not saying they know how to do it the right way. Um, I'm not saying that they know the correct, like, part of this punishment, like, physical violence punishment spectrum to land in. But after fucking, what, a hundred seasons of The Real World and Road Rules yeah. and The Real World Road Rules they Challenge... They had to think this might They happen. have to know, yeah. like, that this shit happens. Fuck, there was that season of Real World Austin where that guy almost died. Because he got his face beaten. That wasn't by somebody else oh, on the show. Yeah. But, like, they, 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 it's not like this is the first time this has happened on an MTV yeah. show. And it seems like they have a fairly zero tolerance policy because Mike ends up going home. They say, This, this okay, was this weird. Part, this part gets, this is so, where, this is the part that put a weirder taste in my this, mouth. The next morning, uh, there's another black screen and it says, Under the supervision of the producers, Mike returns. He comes back, he packs his bags. And I'm just bags. like, shit, what the hell's going on? But yeah, then he immediately goes to his suitcase, starts packing his bags. Well, you know immediately bags. he's going to pack his bags. It's not like the producer. I who's thought your, maybe who's he was going to hang who's around. Your date? Well, Mike, uh, hey, I'm Mike. Um, I'm going to take Kayla on this date. And of course, the two producers that have to come with me everywhere <laughs> I go because I assaulted a woman. Um. So yeah, so Mike immediately starts packing, says he doesn't want to be there anymore. He doesn't like, he doesn't feel like, I mean, he says like, no woman's going to want to go out with me. Which is like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but like, it it is very much positioned like it is his choice, and he has he goes around and he says his goodbyes to like a few of the folks. Yeah. And he's like, "That's not me, you know. I didn't. I, I wish says, I could take it back. I'm so sorry. It's not me. It's not me." I, yeah. Cheyenne's talking to him, and and she's like, "You know, everybody played a role here. 
Um, and, and Mike and, uh, Amanda are both like, neither of us is able to walk away. Like once we start escalating, like neither one of us will walk away. Cause everyone's like, Mike, why didn't you just leave the room? Why didn't you walk away? Uh, and they both are like this, we just can't, like, it just doesn't work for us. So he ends up leaving and as he leaves another black screen with, uh, another like title card that says violence is never the answer. If you are like if you're subject to or know somebody who's subject to domestic abuse here is like a website hotline thing for it it's like i i mean definitely the dude fucking gotta go like you gotta fucking go like you gotta have a zero tolerance policy like there's no you there can't be a gradient like there can't really made him leave why didn't they just make an example out of it and say we're asking you to leave i don't know uh, it was a yeah. It sucked. Uh, I, there were so many fights. Like there were so so many. I, I I guess we watch a lot of reality television, right? Like I don't think there's anything this bad in The Bachelor of just like no. well, no, not not. I guess not even physical violence, but in terms of like just like fucking fights, like. Fights. It's a lot of what Nelson does. It's a lot of like throwing stuff, hitting there's doors. Not even a lot of that. Nobody, like, flips a fucking table over like Devin did in The Bachelor. Like, nobody punches through a door in I The Bachelor. I think ba- that happens on The Bachelorette when it's, like, a bunch of dudes, like, in a room together. I feel like it's not unusual for the dudes to... Yeah. It was, uh... Yeah, it sucked. Uh, anyway, so then there's ATVs and waterfalls. <laughs> uh, kind of a weird tonal shift. Um, that date lasts like 30 seconds yeah. i literally looked at my phone to read a text message and i looked up and i'd missed it uh Brittany and hunter go to the truth booth um because they're like the country couple they've been in a, at a match ceremony before everyone's like yeah let's figure it out they are not a match uh at this point they're like well it's got to be alec and stacy they have to be together so this is when they finally oh by the way we should point out at this point mike is gone yeah. And the way that they're going to handle it is just like, if the women are picking, the last woman left just picks Mike. Or you can pick Mike if you're a woman. And the, yeah, and some when the men poor pick, lady is still a perfect match for Mike. When the men pick, whoever's just the last woman standing ends up with Mike. Boy, that's, ooh, dream date. So some lady leaves this show knowing, oh, you know who my perfect match is? My perfect match is the guy that had to be removed from the show from pushing for the woman. violence. Cool. Um, so this is when... This is when This Devin, is when Devin... The fucking Devin sucks. Like he was a garbage person. This is when he's like, okay, I'm gonna win this fucking game. He for gets out the red people. solo cup. This is amazing. There, so you pointed out there's no pins, paper, markers, fucking anything in the house. He gets out solo cups and literally makes all 19 of them sit down around these solo cups. And he has this system of like beams of light represented by the solo cups and figuring it out. He figures out. Uh, by comparing who was matched up in week one, taking out the match they know now, uh, and then comparing it to the week two well, blackout. Well, and this is all on the assumption that Alec and Stacey right. are a that's, match. That's what I'm saying. They figure out that there's and two... And that Zach and Hannah are a match. The, well, the two matches that come out of that process that they can cancel out by comparing the week two blackout against the week one matches is that Alec and Stacey sat together and didn't get blacked out, 
and uh, uh, Zach, Zach and, Kayla. and Kayla, who sat together in week one and didn't get blacked out in week two, could be the other match. And everybody looks at Alec and Stacy, who have sat together a million times. They call them fucking mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, everybody is so on board with them being a couple. It is an assumption that if on the weeks where they only had one beam, they were it. On the weeks where they had two beams, they were one of the two. Yeah. They devise, Devin devises an entire strategy around this um, and in that strategy, all these different stars align, like Zach and Hannah match up. Um, all of these different couples come together, and they are, like, renewed. Um, they apparently sit around these solo cups for three hours just <laughs> yeah. figuring out who is what solo cup. And it's like, that. I wanted to see, I wanted that to be half the fucking episode. I know. And we got more of it in the next episode, but it's like, that's all I wanted is for these clowns to finally piece this shit together. And everybody is like, thank Thank you, Devin, for doing something that none of us know how to do or have the attention span to do. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> doesn't work two matches. Including Connor and... Yes. Fuck, I forgot it wasn't even three. Yeah. Uh, it is an absolute catastrophe. Yeah. Um I mean, should I say now that we know the results, should I say what they got right? Yeah, who's the only one they got right? Kiki and Mike. And even that, like, Kiki was not psyched about it. I called that, by the way. You know what Kiki said? Because she goes up there by herself, and it's right after Mike's been kicked off the show. And Ryan is like, you know, Kiki, how do you feel about this? And Kiki says, I mean, I can find the good in any person. <laughs> All right, really trying to make lemonade out of that one. Oh. Um, it is Devin like fucking f- head and hands like I have yeah. I have just lost seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for these twenty people. But they do all know after that ceremony, they're like, if it's not Alec and Stacy, it's gotta be has to be Zach and Kayla. So keep in mind, this is going to be important later. They had deduced beyond a shadow of a doubt that the match that they got there were two matches in week one. The new one was somebody. Uh, they knew that the second one was either Alec and Stacy. Or Zach and Hannah. So they built this entire strategy around Alec and Stacy, and it fucking failed catastrophically. So at that point, you know it's it's Alec, or, uh, uh, Zach and Kayla. You yeah. know it is. Yeah. You know it's them. It's them. That's a lock. That's the only good thing that came out of this is it's a fucking lock. Of these two, you've eliminated one. One is the remainder. Two minus one is fucking one. Yes. It's Zach and Kayla are a match. This is important. Yes. Okay, so episode 10. Uh, we go in... Chuck, so fucking dumb. Last week of the show, Chuck is like, you know what? I'm just gonna go there. Last ceremony, I'm just gonna say matchmakers are wrong. I'm gonna stand there with Brit. You know, I'm just gonna be a man, stand in my truth. And Nelson's like, yeah, man. And Alec is like, what the fuck? Why? Why are you giving up? This is the last week. We have one more chance. They get into a little altercation. Yeah, they're like throwing stuff. They're like mad at each other. Yeah. Um, and Chuck is like, let's just stand up there. Let's be, just let's say. Just be men. Let's say we believe in what we feel. <laughs> and lose three quarters of a million dollars. Um, and this is when Dev gives kind of like a like an inspirational speech. And he's like, if I can get this group across the finish line, it would be equivalent to the greatest moments in sports history. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he could do it, this really would be fucking Chicago Bulls 1996, <laughs> fucking Golden State Warriors 2016, like the greatest of all time, the GOAT. 
so at the getaway challenge, um, which I also didn't write down a name for it. I don't think there was one. And I didn't even ask you for one. Shit. Well, we were like in it at this yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the ladies get on the men's backs while the men go over obstacles. They have the option to take a detour to a true false question which can shave time off of their total time to complete the course. The only one of those that we see is, uh, who is the woman? Melanie. Melanie and Rashida. Did, true or false, did Melanie and Rashida offer Chuck. Chuck a three-way on the first night? And she was like, oh, that's true. I was like, <laughs> why the fuck didn't we see that? Like, it's been, I guess, a couple weeks since we watched episode one. That didn't happen, did it? I mean, clearly it did. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Uh, so Kayla and Zach, um, who we now know are probably a match. They're definitely a match. Mathematically. Yeah. I if don't it's want, not Alec and Stacey. I don't Stacey. want you to get into the fucking... They're a match. I'm sorry. You're right. They're a match. Mathematically, 100%. They're a match. Kayla and Zach, Devin and Rashida, and Mel and Tyler uh, go on this date together. And they go canoe sailing. Alec and Kiki do the challenge together because Alec knows, okay, maybe my match is Kiki. Uh, but Alec is like, They do no, so man. bad in the challenge no, that Alec is, is like, happening. Kiki is not my match. There's and no Kiki fucking way. And Kiki wants it so bad because she doesn't want it to be Mike, understandably so. I don't blame her. Uh, they go on this date. She's private beach. Only disappointing thing is Tyler and, uh, Tyler Mel, and Mel don't seem to like hit it off, really. Tyler He's like, keeps thinking, we are starting a friendship that is going to be the basis of the best relationship ever. And Mel and is Mel's like, like mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zach and Kayla have a good date. They have a great date. Yeah, they're both Italian, which is a very big deal to both of them. On this show, it's a big deal to like all the Italian yeah. people. Um, and uh, Rashida and Devin are just kind of like we get each other. You know, we we're a good match. Uh, we're having a good time. I think it's a fun match. It I is. think it's I a mean, fun it's couple. Fun. Yeah. Um, also, Devin has like a moment of reflection. Where he's like, oh, man, I was a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. oh, man, I was a fucking asshole with Kiki. I can't. But the only thing about, like, his revelation that sucks is his, like, I don't think me and Kiki are a match because she would just let me walk all over her. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, dude, you were almost, you almost had, like, a nice moment of self-reflection where it was like, oh, I treat women fucking horribly. There's this weird uh, ethic on the show of, like, men are inherently assholes and women's job is to put them in their place. And this happens over or and vice over versa. again. Or vice versa. Like, I'm or, a- yeah, or like men are, or women are train wrecks and they need a man <laughs> to hold them down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why does everybody have to be so terrible? Yeah. <laughs> why can't it just be like, we're two good, we're two good folks? I wish Connor and Chelsea had stayed on the show longer. I would say there are, there are a lot of people in the world that share this idea of like a, Couples I need, need, a ba- I need... You know what I need? A fucking babysitter. Yeah. Like, I'm not capable of doing something on my own. I need somebody to make sure that I survive. It's like a baby's day out philosophy. <laughs> for, okay. Uh, uh, okay, so, so they decide... You is, know who we should send to the truth booth? I, I literally shouted at the television. <laughs> I was so fucking angry. They had the option to figure out if Melanie and Tyler were a match. Something they didn't know. But something that Tyler was, like, trying to sell them so hard. Maybe Devin and Rashida are a match. We don't know. Maybe we should figure that out. That would have been cool to know. You know who we should send? 
We should send Zach and Kayla, who, who are we definitely know a mathematically. Match. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's unbelievable. You know what I will say though? This is their final truth poof, and they did it. They fuck. They're consistent, if anything, in that they're fuck ups because they knew, they wasted their final boof of truth. You know what I will say though? What? It gave them some confidence. <laughs> So much in your comments. They're a perfect match. Hey, everybody like stands up cheering like, here we go. We can turn it around now. Yeah. You could have fucking definitely turned around if you'd done one of the other two. And then there's a one in two chance that you would have had three matches definitely going into this. Oh, fuck. It made me angry. Wow. Wowzers. Bowsers. Did I get upset at this television show? Yeah. Uh, so at this point, Kiki is really trying to work Alec. Like we're, we're a couple you know, like, this makes so much sense. Alec is like, oh, maybe. Um, but it's, Alec's there's no trying momentum. To, Alec's putting moves on Amanda now that Mike's gone. Yeah. And so he's got, like, this, like, he's torn between. Alec has always had this real, like, paternal thing with Amanda of, like, you deserve better. I can take care of you. You need somebody and like Amanda me. says, like, it's true. Like, I date assholes. Yeah. Um, and Alec's a nice dude. So, like, maybe I should, like, pivot. So then... Devin brings those cups out again. And now we're into that fucking like, oh, we get into the numbers and the possibilities. They come up with two scenarios. Uh, both involve Tyler and Alec. Yes. So Tyler, one is Tyler and Cheyenne, Cheyenne and Alec, Alec and, and Amanda. Amanda. Situation two is Alec and Kiki and Tyler and Mel. Melanie. So... Again, if you had put Tyler and Melanie into the fucking truth booth, or if you had put uh, Devin and Rashid, well, that wouldn't help. But yeah. if you put Tyler and Melanie into the truth booth. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing together, this right now. You wouldn't be doing this together. You would know which one is the right one, you fucking idiots. And then, and maybe it didn't really go down this way, but now they're trying to decide between two scenarios. Kiki's like, it's me and Alec, it's me and Alec. And. Alec is like, no, it ain't, no, it ain't, no. It Hunter ain't. is like, Let's do the inaugural coin flip, which like what inaugural? Like they're not. He gonna... does. He's like, let's do. Let's. No, do... I know. I know. He said it, but it's like <laughs> they're probably not going to do this again. You fucking. Uh, yeah, idiots, I don't think he knows what inaugural. It, nobody means. else is ever going to come down to this point. I think he thinks inaugural means like important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it is. And usually. so everybody's like, "Are we really doing this? Is this really how we're doing it?" Mm-mm-mm. All the women, and mostly Kiki, are the ones saying, are we really doing this? And all the dudes are like, yeah, coin flip, coin yeah, flip. Woo. And then we get the most dubstep-ass coin flip in the history of Yeah, Sina. like, up in the air, falls to the carpet. It's scenario, scenario one, one with Tyler and Cheyenne, Alec and Amanda. And Kiki's like, fuck this, you idiot. Kiki's bummed, because that means she's with Mike. And Tyler's bummed, because he really likes Mel. Yeah. Um, but he's with Cheyenne, who sh- he picked as his match like three weeks ago. So, like, what is it, dude? Okay. Uh, this is when Austin is talking to Tyler, and Tyler's like, maybe I'll pick Mel anyway. And Austin is like, Tyler is just riding that ERC. That uh, emotional roller coaster. Emotional run. roller coaster. Let's say that to each other like five times right now so we remember to say it because that's going to be a useful pra- phrase in this podcast. I know. Thing. Yeah. I'm on the ERC right now. Just looking at you. I think about all the wonderful memories we have together. You know, I would really love to go out tonight, but man, I'm on that ERC about Grey's Anatomy, yeah. and I don't think I should leave the Watching house. Watching these 20 goobers waste six of their <laughs> 10 weeks, essentially, 
before doing any conversations with each other or pro- like statistical conversations got me on that ERC mm-hmm. to Angerville. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, at the matchup, the final match, Zach gets to join Kayla over in the winner's circle. That's two. That's two guaranteed beans. So yeah, so we know it's Chelsea and Connor, Zach and Kayla. Austin called, called both those. But. Austin uses what he has coined as hardagey. This is right after he said ERC. So Austin, he is an entrepreneur. Yeah, sure. Uh, which is a combination of heart and strategy to choose Brit. Um, and he also mentions, is he the one that reveals to Ryan Devlin that this whole fucking thing came together on a coin flip? I yeah. think that might have been Hunter. Yeah. Somebody reveals this is on a coin flip. And Connor in the winner's circle uh, yeah. <laughs> says, uh, are you guys fucking kidding me? Um, and this is, okay, now I'm going to read these out loud. And you can react to them. Okay. Um, I'll give my, like, gut check, like, what I think. Austin chooses Brit. I guess. Any precedent I, there? I didn't get, well, I didn't get any precedent with Austin with anybody. So, like, whatever. Hunter chooses Hannah. I don't. Nah, I don't get it. I mean, Hunter's like a sweet country man. Hannah is sweet, but like a complicated all lady. We, we should point out, like, I'm saying I don't get it. All I have to base that on is the fucking things that they did in in, in this house that they filmed and then put on this television show for me to watch. So if the two of them never discussed anything, like, of course I'm not going to, like, yeah, have any feelings about it. Yeah, but that. you know both of them pretty well by now. I just didn't. If you were, like, friends with both of them, would you set them up together? The two dudes that Hannah dated were Chuck and Zach, and I don't think either of those dudes are like Hunter, like no. literally at all. Uh, Devin picks Rashida. That I'm into. I've been into that this. Do you whole remember time. what they what he says? No, do you? Did he, you write that? Yeah, he says. Uh, he's like, he's like Devin and Rashida, Big D. I need a she, and she need a me. It's good. It's, I guess, whatever. Um, Tyler and Cheyenne, which we've seen before. Tyler and Cheyenne, yeah. Okay. They they did a commercial break here because Tyler's like, I don't know who I'm going to pick. Yeah. And they made it seem like maybe he was going to pick Mel. But he doesn't. Six with a plan. Cheyenne. Alec picks Amanda, which is new. A new thing. Kiki gets upset about this. Yeah. Uh, Nelson picks Stacy. Like, what? I don't know. But, uh, But every, almost every week she's been with Alec. So again, like, we don't have anything else to go on. Yeah. Uh, Chuck picks Mel, which we've we never seen. seen. Anything? Is she, um, does she swim? Does, can she swim? Like, I does hope she, so. Is she a swimmer? If not, he's going to be heartbroken. And then Kiki ends up with Mike, and then those lights start going up. We get we get like four. We get like four, and everybody which is the like, most they've ever gotten. Which is fucking insane. Up to this point, they've only gotten three. They get four. And when they get four... They celebrate pretty they hard. They celebrate pretty hard. And I'm wondering... So I'm wondering if that was just like they've never gotten four before and they were psyched or yeah. if they had gone... They knew if they had gone I don't with scenario... So. Well, no. I'm thinking there has to be a point where they knew they were going to win because if they'd gone with scenario... The wrong scenario, they would know that they were going to lose by a significant number of beams of light. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but they show lots of cuts of Alex saying, like... Please, God, please, God, Yeah, God, like, please, maybe God, I should have gone with God. Kiki. Well, I mean, they figure this fucking thing out with solo cups because they're not allowed to have pins and paper, yeah. so I imagine the, the margin of error is pretty big So here. then the lights keep coming. Fifth light. Sixth light. Everybody's, like, losing it. Seventh. Seven lights. And then, like, nobody taught... Like, there's no more cheering <laughs> from this point on. Eighth Everybody, light. Yeah. And then everybody's, And then Griffin like, turns cool. to me and he says, well... 
if they get nine, they have to get ten. There's yeah, not going to be, be nine it's not gonna, yeah. Uh, and then Melanie says, like, my heart is like, <laughs> good work, editor. Nine, ten, victory. They got a hundred percent. It's it's it's. I can't. I seven hundred and fifty thousand between from, all these idiots from the from ashes to glory. The previous week, they got two fucking matches. They didn't even get their high score of three matches. They got two. Yeah. I don't know what they did with those solo cups, but they worked it out. They flipped an an American currency coin. Yeah. So there was a 50% chance that these two things that they'd made up from fucking whole cloth based on, like, almost nothing... There was a 50% chance that these made-up imaginary bullshit plans would work. There was even, like, a pretty big, like, factor there that could have fucked them over for this thing that was definitely already supposed to fuck them over. And they won. It's incredible. Like... I'm upset. Like, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to get on the internet and, like, get on a blog and, like, figure out how the (laughs) fuck... It was all Devin. Like, Devin is the one that sat everybody around this room and, like, solo cupped it out forever. And then it ended in a coin flip. So, like, they didn't have enough hard data. They fucking could have. They'd use the fucking truth booth ever. But, like, it props, man. Like, that's pretty... That is actually... Game recognized game. You said some garbage shit. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. I would never want you to come near any of my friends, but I respect... But, like, ho- respect the game, The son. way you pulled that out. Holy shit. Uh, so we got on the internet to see what couples were still together, because it is on MTV.com. Um, Let's go down the list. We're looking at... Uh, none of the... To be fair, none of the perfect matches are still together. So fucking Chuck had a point. These matchmakers don't know anything. Uh, but Chuck and Brittany are together. Um, they are living together in Hawaii. Uh, as you'll recall, I mean, everyone knows who Chuck is. Brittany is is the one who was kind of toxic for him. They kept making out anywhere and everywhere. I would. I don't know that she was more toxic or well, less no. toxic. Than I mean, they were definitely more toxic. They're the ones that like hooked up in front of Hannah, and Hannah had like a. a but connection. Brittany was very much like she's the one who took her top off in the pool, and he was like my mermaid. Yeah, Brittany was like, Chuck's not the right guy for me, but here we are. And then the only other couple that came out of it, which I was, like, on board with, and you were like, oh, it's all physical, is Hannah and Zach. Yeah, apparently Hannah and Zach are still together. Going strong. They've been together since the show. Thanks, MTV, for love and money, the Canadian says, while his gal adds, we got both. We know. We know you got both. Uh, Connor, Chelsea didn't work out. They're they're really good buds, but uh, nothing more than that. Rashida and the Big D... Didn't happen. Hunter, apparently his Instagram got taken down or something. Uh, none, none, of these, none of these other ones really took off. Um, oh, my God. Apparently, Devin and Kiki dated for a while after the show. Came to visit me in Virginia and met my family and friends. Long distance was a major factor in our breakup, but we still talked every single day up until episode seven came out, and then I realized how he played me the entire time. He tried calling and texting me a million times, <laughs> telling me how horrible he felt and how sorry he was and how much he loves me. As of now, I can't believe anything he says. Oh, my God. Uh, she also hasn't seen her perfect match Mike. They are strictly friends since the show and is still holding on to her perfect match bracelets. Oh, Keek. Maybe they invite her back for the next season. No, she can't become the fucking <laughs> player of this show. They do that on most reality shows where the old guard comes back. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess so. Um, um, 
Melanie says she can 100% see why Chuck and I are perfect matches, even though things didn't work out. And uh, uh, I'm happy we didn't try to work things out because he's happily in love with my real perfect match, Brittany. Aww. Aww. See, there's some good friendships that came out of this show. Um, people can look at this on the website. People can find this online. <laughs> I liked this show so much. We're I did gonna, too. We, can we please keep watching older episodes? Like, not to talk about, like, we should move on to a new show. No, in our free time, we should, yes. Um, But fuck, I want to watch more of this show, because I want to see what it's like when, like, people play it good. I was wondering, like, is there a season where people genuinely try and find a relationship? Or is it always just, just like, like... Season one, there's somebody who's, like, married with kids. So like it works. This process works. <laughs> Trust the process. Go with your heart. I've been Ryan Devlin. <laughs> a lot of people are tweeting at Ryan Devlin trying to get him on our show. Um, it's not really the kind of show we're running, but I mean, I, I love him. I love the dude a lot. Um, I don't know how we would get. A, we're literally like sitting in my office right now. It's hot as hell. We just ate a shit ton of pizza and watched like three hours of Are You the One. <laughs> um, I'm not really in like a socializing mood. <laughs> But, and I don't know what we would ask him either. I think we would just be like, hey, man, so so what was that like? Like, I don't know what I would want to know. This show is fucking incredible. Maybe if it, he names the challenges himself, I would I would like to know that. I said it uh, I said it last week. This show's great. If you listen to our show and don't watch the shows we talk about, that's totally fine. But, like, you have to watch Are You the One. It's well, fucking if, exceptional. If you like reality television... Um, this is definitely a stellar example of reality television. Um, I'm looking through the Rose Buddies group right now trying to find our hit list because I don't know what the fuck next show we should watch. Oh, the poll. Uh, I know people wanted us to watch, uh, I Want to Marry Harry. I don't Um, know what that is. That's the show where they get a guy that looks vaguely like Prince Harry and they convince a bunch of women to compete for him. <laughs> Can we do it? Is that is, okay? But is that like a genuine like dating show? Is it like you gotta love him for his goofy face, not for the money? Um, I mean, th- they have what they do is they like pretend to train these women to be like royalty. I feel like I would find that gross. Like, I like the day. It's pretty gross. I, I mean, like- I watched, like, two episodes of it. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't even I know. I ate it up like chocolate pudding. But- I don't even know if they finished the whole season, honestly. Yeah. Um, I liked, what I liked about this one was there was a lot of, like, dating going on. There's a lot of, because in, in, the good thing about Bachelor and Bachelorette is you could, like, hypothesize, like, oh, these, this contestant is having a connection with the only other contestant of the other sex. Uh, uh, it, the, uh, this contestant is having a good relationship with the bachelor or bachelorette, but there's only oh, one of them. Yeah. This time there's fucking 10 of them. So you're doing like, yeah, this grid in your head and nobody gets eliminated like that. I know I've mentioned that a lot, but that is really rare. And it's cool. Cause you like get a lot of time to get to know these people. I, uh, compared to, and obviously we only gave like the other shows we've talked about, uh, one shot, but like watching these other reality shows, well, it's weird going through and watching the first episode of a bunch of reality shows because it really burrows in your brain like just how little information you absorb about 20 people over the course of a single hour. You know what I mean? Like I want to go back and listen to the first episode of us talking about Are You the One? Because I bet I didn't remember fucking anybody's name. Yeah. Now I know I could probably list off all their names like one by one because I know all their names because yeah. they all stuck around. Anyway. Um, uh, Beauty and the Geek is another option, which I've never seen. It sounds hateful. Married at First Sight sounds real nice. 
Yeah, we again, we would have to find the location of these shows. I don't want to commit to anything yet. Like, we need to see what we can we find. Will, this is this is a great reason for you to get on the, the Rose Buddies Facebook group. We'll announce there what we're going to do for the next episode. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for actually indulging us in this three-episode deep dive into Are You The One? Because uh, we fucking needed a break from... We've done six episodes now since... Isn't that crazy? We've done six... It's been six weeks since The Bachelor went off the air. Wow. Uh, and half of those episodes have been about Are You The One? Which is fucking <laughs> great. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends that you think like reality television. Like, Thank you for reviewing us on iTunes. Yeah. I personally love it anytime anyyone talks about how great our chemistry is. It feels like it validates our whole relationship. That's what Rachel's been waiting on. I'm like, thank you, stranger. Now I feel like I made the right choice. Excellent. Great. <laughs> uh, we, that, you are our truth booth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll let you know what the next show is going to be. Stay tuned. Join the Rose Buddies group. Um, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right, Reese's. Right, Reese's.